Hello there, and welcome to a very special Here's Johnny's Reviews. And for this one, over the next several weeks, I shall be putting out my failed second podcast, the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show. As I and my co-host spent a good amount of time on these podcasts, so I thought, why not slap it on this podcast and see what happens. Now, remember, these were recorded several months ago. So and none of the links for the Shocky Horror work. So please don't try to look it up on the internet. However, the other links should work. Anyway, enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Shocky Horror Podcast Show. It's our Christmas special. I'm your host, Johnny T, and no movie is safe from me, whether it be from B to Bloody Bell Z. With me is the ghost of Christmas past to my Scrooge, my co-host Eric. That was one of the best analogies you've ever done for this show. And since it is our Christmas special, I thought we'd have a guest with us, much like a Christmas cracker, one tug and it will explode, with a cheap toy and a bad joke left over, is Mike from the Graveyard Shift. That's a terrible introduction. <laughs> I thought you were gonna stick with the theme and call me the ghost of Christmas, the ghost of podcast future. <laughs> Look at me yeah. and see where you will be in three years' time if you do not change your ways. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I saw crossed over the streams there. So, mm. anyway, Eric. Also, you can't call choice? me a Christmas. You can't call me a Christmas cracker unless you're like black or something. That's true. Oh, please. Is the analogy right? But one tug and you explode. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, look, I, I, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on. So, Eric, as I said, this is your choice, so tell our listeners what you have picked. Um, I pick... <laughs> this week we're going to discuss the Black Christmas remake from 2006. Yep, the 2006 remake of the 74 classic Black Black, Black Christmas, I can't fucking speak. Um, except this one has none of the bloody well charm. This is just a car crash waiting to explode, but moving on. Wait, did, 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 you, you, did the original really have any charm to it, though? Um, well, you had Margot Kidder melting down. Yeah, well, that's a given. Christ, it's the 70s. <laughs> yeah, but so did Superman 4. So. Was she even acting in that movie, or was they're just like, okay, she's on, go. She's on her third I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. Um, I don't know. Just I don't know if it's the Skype uh, cutting out, but it sounded like you said like Barack Christmas at first. Barack? Oh, I did actually say Barack <laughs> Christmas. Did a Black Christmas? So yes, I fucked up. Anyway, um, quickly. The uh, call is coming from inside here. the White House. Uh, <laughs> hey, Billy, it's me, Agnes. I want to know what you did for the baby. <laughs> God. Anyway, right, um, with its $9 million budget, this thing pulled in a measly $21 million and was quickly forgotten by everybody. With an all-star cast of CW wannabes, uh, here we have Black Christmas 2006, a quick little plot off the top of my head. A 19, in 1970, a mother kills her husband. Because she has a son, which she doesn't like, who has jaundice for some reason. A couple of years later, the mother kills the father. And a few years after that, the mother's um, in-house lover fails to perform sexually. So she goes up the stairs and has sex with her son. 
nine months later, she's pregnant with her daughter, Agnes. And fast forward several years later, Billy then escapes his um, attic prison and kills the mother and um, stepfather and has Christmas cookies just like mother tastes. Um, several several years later, Billy escapes the mental institute and kills a ton of um, sorority sisters in their old house. Blah, 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 yakety schmackety, and here we have it. <laughs> well, Billy's, at the ta- Billy's at the table just thinking, it's my turn now, mother. Now you're inside me. Oh, God. <laughs> That's just wrong. Uh, With the... the uh, very quickly, the cast. <clears throat> uh, well, let's see. Katie Cassidy, Michelle Trachenberg, uh, Lisa Chabert, uh, Mike, uh, Michael, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Kirsten Clark, uh, Andrea Martin, uh, Oliver Hudson, Crystal Lowe, Dean Fritz, uh, Martin, uh, sorry, Martin, sorry, uh, Robert Mann, and Karen Carnova, directed by Glenn Morgan. So, where do I want to take it from? the very start <laughs> sure. a very good place to start <laughs> so I guess it is do you watch this is this the first time you actually watched this Mike then yes was it is this the first time you watched this movie yes yes it was and boy did Eric enjoy my uh, my, my shock at certain scenes and revelations that's what friends do they warn it. them about nothing <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'll tell you a very quick, <coughs> slightly naughty story of when I first saw this movie. It was Christmas Eve 2006, and I was with my partner. We saw this thing in a cinema with about 20 to 30 people. And by the time the night fell on the mother, it was me and my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> the whole place <laughs> emptied out. <laughs> and a relationship um, was part. ruined. <laughs> yeah, well, naturally, yeah, it sort of limped on to another few months. Moving on, um, let's just say the only thing that kicked my attention was he was sucking on a candy cane. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I just admitted that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, moving on. All I can say is literally there was about 30 people in the audience. There was two couples down at the front. There was a handful of dirty old men in the middle of the theatre. And it was myself and my ex in the back row. Um, there was an usher with a torch, fiddling with his torch, uh, right next to us. And like I said, the second the mother dropped to 90, that was it. It completely emptied out. So it was like, oh, for the love of God. There was um, Wait, a young Wait, they finally couple... show boobs in a horror movie and that's when people leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to leave myself, actually, until... The boyfriend went, have some Christmas cheer. So, <laughs> anyway, so what was the first time you saw it then, Eric? Um, I, ne- I never <laughs> I never saw it in the theater, definitely not a theater like that. Um, it was on home video. I rented it from Blockbuster because it seemed like no one was renting it, and I figured out, <laughs> well, <laughs> there's like 20 copies of Blockbuster, and no one's getting it. I might as well pick it up, right? Mm. <laughs> might as well find out why. Yeah. Yeah. Why does everyone hate this? Yeah. I might like it. Mm. Yeah, well, like I said, this thing, I think I saw this thing about five, six times now, and every time I watch it, I hate it a little bit more, <laughs> you know? It's just bloody terrible. I mean, if, if you actually watched the director's commentary stuff on the on the DVD, 
Glenn Morgan says the movie was pretty much taken out of his hands by um, Harvey Weinstein, uh, mm. uh, who injected scares and injected uh, gore and such. He wanted a quote-unquote classical horror movie, but the um, Dimension Films or whoever it was wanted more blood splatter and gore, so it was all injected into it. So there we have it. Well, leave it to Harvey Weinstein to put his hands where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it always ends up a big mess at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's rumors flying around that apparently, what's his name, Glenn Morgan, actually walked off set, and another jobbing director just set in and done one or two extras. Such all the blood scenes in this were not done by Glenn Morgan, allegedly. So there we have it. And all the what was it? The, uh, what's he called? Jack in the Box scares were forced down by the higher ups in the studio. So there we have it. One thing I do find interesting is the only person to return for the original 74 movie was Andrea Martin, who played Mrs. Mack. She played one of the Soyuz sisters in the original. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her character's name in that one. But Mrs. Mack does not act like Mrs. Mack in this movie at all. There's barely drinking, she doesn't swear, and she's not sassy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because she wasn't uh, Margot Kidder. Nobody's Margot Kidder, but Margot Kidder. No, technically, Mrs. Mack wasn't played by Margot Kidder. Mrs. Mack was played by some old actress. Because the whole scene where she's got bottles of, of sherry hidden, and whiskey hidden around the house and she's completely lush. <laughs> uh, which is, as I say, is a little bit of the charm from the original. But this movie, it just seems to me like this was a, a scream clone and it didn't work for me. Yeah, that is, uh, that's an accurate assessment. It's like the early 2000 horror movies, they all kind of had like a a generic feel to them. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, another few interesting things I found out about this movie, Michelle Trackingberg, or Trashingberg, comes up a fucking name, only took this role because she wanted to be in a horror movie to see if she can do horror. And she wanted to be in an, an iconic movie. Therefore, she took this. And she done all of her own stunts, apparently. So when she's getting dragged um, through the hallway by the eyeball, she's actually getting dragged through the hallway <laughs> by the killer. But she started at the start here. We have I don't remember, Billy. I don't remember that happening. Oh, it's in the British version, Sergey. The British version is a completely different, different bit. Some of gore added into it, and there's like a different ending, and there's different slices of dialogue. So. Oh, dear, oh dear. Did you watch it on a DVD? Yes. Yes. Oh, you got the extra features. Yes. Uh, well, because I, I have the DVD, the unrated version. I don't remember eyeballs either. Hmm. Mm. Well, in the British one, Michelle Trackenberger's, what's her name, Mel, she gets attacked by Agnes behind, and she gets the bag over her head, and she gets the eyeball ripped out, then she gets dragged up the hallway, screaming, up into the attic where she gets murdered. So, there we have it. Like I said, right, excuse me if I'm wrong here, but doesn't John just go away after a bit? It wouldn't last the entirety of your life, I don't know. Well, if you're also thinking about logic in a movie where Billy's eating Christmas cookies made out of his mom's flesh. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I doubt they had a medical doctor on site when they were when they were thinking, hey, let's let's make this serial killer, you know, yellow. Well, true, fair enough. 
enough. I mean, I don't get as as in the original Black Christmas, Billy is pretty much never saw. You see his eyeball and you see his hand, and that's about it. So why the hell did it make him bright yellow in this with a eyeball fetish? You know, I, I think somebody was a I big mean, fan of Sin City. Yeah. Possibly, possibly, yeah, yeah. And the whole about elephant rouge with the room, shall we? The whole incest stuff. Um, why? <laughs> why? I, 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 I think it was just one of those moments where they're like, you know, this movie is disgusting enough as it is. Let's just, you know, add a little bit more. You know, if they think they need a shower after watching this, they're really gonna need one now. I, I guess whoever contributed that to the movie just thought. I don't want everyone to say like the eyes are the most disgusting thing about this movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's fair enough. Fair enough. Although, uh, although I <laughs> you did, you did wonder why I sent you a certain GIF after you were done watching the movie. Uh, did you know what that GIF was from? <laughs> uh, what the Facebook GIF? I have no idea. I mean, I know it's a reference from Family Guy or something like that. So, <laughs> no. It's from an old TV show from the 70s called All in the Family. Right. And that's what they definitely um, kept in for sure. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. But isn't that the piano bit where in Family Guy, the whole Family Guy theme song is sung and voice on a piano? Well, and they're ripping off sort of thing. All in the Family. Yeah. yeah I'll be that one. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Is it me or does Billy's mother bat well out of her comfort zone i mean the father billy's original father is an ex-soldier and she is fucking what is it road wet put away road hard put away wet sauce scenario she looks rough in this movie yes she picks up this younger soldier you know and then later on the postman but he is i mean i'm going really love she's a chain smoker alcoholic who doesn't leave the house she has this huge gigantic house with about I don't know, 10 bedrooms? How the fuck did she afford that house? <laughs> Maybe she was a hooker on the side. You never know. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, she obviously I mean, has, I was getting... If she's willing to do what she does with Billy, she obviously has no shame or self-pride. Mm. Girls that's, that's true. Hmm. I suppose that's true. Although I was getting a hell of a lot of um, House and Solitaire Row flashbacks from, the, from this movie. I mean, think about it, you get a gigantic house, one person owns it, there's a secret hidden sun up in the attic sort of scenario. I'm going, is this house in Sroyder Row? <laughs> no, this one was much more entertaining than that. Uh, barely. What was the name of the movie you uh, mentioned? House in Sroyder Row. House it's on 19- Sorority Row? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a 1980 movie. Huh. Uh, which was later remade in 2009, I think it was, 8 or 9. And <laughs> was that, that remake a redemption? No, no, it's even worse. <laughs> so, Eric, did you, have you ever seen the, the remake yet, no? Of House on Sorority Row? No, I haven't, but it's it's in my queue because I don't think it can be worse than the original. Oh, God. It's um, interesting, just leave it like that one. I mean, the killer's weapon of choice is a tire iron with a knife welded onto it. I'm just leave it at that. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. But yeah, like I said, I was getting a lot of uh, sort of road flashbacks from this. I'm thinking, did they copy each other's notes here? I mean, you've got the gigantic house, you've got a deranged killer, 
you've got stupid twists and turns for no bloody well reason and as such. So, okay then. Uh, what was I was going to say there. Oh. Did you know that Billy was actually based off, uh, just like the original movie, also based off a uh, true killer? Yes, it was a Canadian killer in 70... Odds, was it 69, 70 or something like that? Yeah, it was a, like a range right. between like the mid 60s to early 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, that one. he had the name the Vampire Rapist. <laughs> For God's sake, seriously. Because he bit into women's breasts, and the reason they were able to link him is because he bit so hard that they were able to use a uh, forensic odontolo- odontological evidence to link yeah, the bites to him. Yeah, because he denied it. He had his funny teeth, and uh, oh yeah, you got same bite mark part and explain that one. Um, oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Billy was based on Edmund Kemper, a six foot nine motherfucker with an IQ of 145. Mm-hmm. He would be smart enough to make sure he didn't leave the bite marks. And the things he did with his mom after she after he killed her was uh, let's just say it was softened up in the uh, in the movie. Because in real life, he got a little bit more uh, creative. Mm. <laughs> uh, Ed, is that the German one where the mother kept him in a closet because he was going through puberty? And she used to beat him constantly with belts? No. Uh, or is that a different one I'm thinking of? It's got to be a different one, although the Kemper is does sound like a German name. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know there was a serial killer, uh, well, no, serial killer, where his mother hated him and put him in a, a closet and beat the shit out of him because he was 12, 13 and gone through puberty. And she hated this kid and wanted a daughter, but she didn't get it. So, and I think he, he wanted to be a serial killer. I'm trying to remember now because serial killers is one of my um, interests, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, back to this movie with Agnes. The daughter sister of uh, Billy. Okay then, uh, who's Fre- daughter fresh from at Christmas? <laughs> fresh from her cameo appearance from the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Who's doted on by the mother, and Billy is locked up in the attic for reasons. I mean, she's not a great fan of Sim- the Simpsons, then you know. So stick him in the attic. She 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 hated Billy ever since she was born because. They they weren't very subtle in how much she hated her like hated Billy because that that scene where Billy's in the bassinet and she grabs like the baby's first Christmas uh, Christmas tree ornament and just crushes it all over him and then sprinkles it yeah mm. I just wanted to add into how much you know she hated Billy and now that she's got the little girl that she always wanted she's playing favorites <laughs> yeah yeah although is it me did the mother not age. At all in this movie from 1970 until 1992, she did not age. I'm going bullshit, love. If you were a chain smoker alcoholic, you would have aged like fucking, I don't know, hot milk in his left in the sun. You know, she would, <laughs> she would have aged. Well, she's like Keith Richards. All those drugs and alcohol has just preserved her. She, yeah. well, she subscribed to the Patrick Stewart method of if you look 70 when you're 40, by the time you're 70, you'll look 40. Okay then, fair enough. <laughs> That's terrible. Let me see. So, Billy is. Let me see. So, I uh, was Agnes is what eight? eight? Would you say she is when she gets attacked by Billy? Uh, sure. It, it was. It was pretty young. 
Yeah, considering mm. she was born around what late eighties, she so this eighty two this see. So mm. she's about nine or ten. Yeah, so fair enough then. Anyway, so Billy is now in his twenties, uh, and I'm getting Halloween flashbacks because he's now twenty one or twenty two. Hmm. And kills the mother, but first he attacks the sister by poking out her eyes, and then uh, attacks the mother. Oh. I love the fact how the mother and father are running down the the, the the hallway to the attic and shouting, Billy, what did you do with Agnes? Billy, we must know what you did with Agnes. A subtle nod to the original Black Christmas, as that's pretty much the phone call stuff. Hmm. So have you actually saw the original Black Christmas? Yeah. I reviewed yes. it. Oh, okay, then. Yeah, okay. I saw it for the first time uh, probably five years ago, and... You know, by the time I saw it, it was so overhyped. When I saw it, I was very, very bored. Other than Margot Kidder keeping my interest because I, she just so damn s- s- fun and sassy in it. <laughs> I know you can't really tell what her deal is because she's reading Playboy, but definitely not for the articles. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. So she's so she's one of those lugs. Mm. Mm. So let's talk about the sorority sisters. Okay, if I can speak, sorority sisters. We have, as I say, CW fucking cast-offs. We have Katie Cassidy as Kelly, the sassy one. Yeah. And we have Michelle Krakenberg playing Mel, the, I don't know, sensible one. Yeah. We have Lisa Chabert playing Dana, the bitchy one. And we have Mary Elizabeth Winstead playing Heather, I don't know, the book smart one? I have fucking no idea. We have... Uh, what am I? Crystal Lowe playing Lauren, the alcoholic one, because of course there is. And that's about it. Uh, oh yes, I forgot, there's Eve, played by some actress, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. And we have Claire, who older sister, uh, Lee, played by Kristen Clark, pops up, because even though she looks about fucking 50, she's supposed to be a sorority sister from 10 years earlier, Kaylin. Well, you you were able to describe the uh, the sorority sisters a lot better than I would be able to because, <laughs> other than you know physically, I couldn't tell their characters apart because I didn't think there's anything special about any of them. Yeah, I, I nope. just saw no. Dawn, Black Canary, and then Thing One, Thing Two, <laughs> Thing Three, and Thing Four. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I went by uh, Euro Trip, uh, Final Destination Three, Final Destination. And then Lacey Chabert. Lost in space. Who is? Oh, oh, let's see. She's her first. Who is Lacey Chabert? I have no idea the fuck she is. I mean... Uh, the one that she got was, uh, she in was the from... Space, um, right? Yeah, Lacey Chabert. She was the one that was killed in the crawl space under the, under the uh, porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who is she? But who? Uh, Actress-wise? Um, oh, she, she, was, she was uh, in... Um, she was in... Well, she got popular on Party of Five. And then she was in the Lost in Space movie... And then she had a cameo in not another teen movie. She was the one that was walking in slow motion. And at the end, she says, you think I'm going to sleep with every guy that gives me a love note? No, I just give him handjobs. Oh, right. Oh, that's all right. Okay, then. Okay. okay. Interesting little fact about her before we move away from her. When she was getting killed in the uh, crawl space, when the door slammed shut, it smacked her ankle and broke her ankle. So she was hobbling to set wearing a, a cast with a fake pair of jeans painted over it <laughs> so there we have it because that was the second day of shooting <laughs> wow 
Weinstein. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you that was before Weinstein even set foot on set, you know, because he didn't set foot on until weeks later, sort of scenario. So hmm. he was not pleased with the dailies. So on if, to if, they're, Agnes, if their agents were looking after her, they would just be like, look, just get the notes from Weinstein, but don't meet him. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, stay away from the casting Open coach. that door. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, on to Agnes, the transgender? Is she transgender? No, she's just, well, she only in that she is a female character played by a man. Yeah, but, by a man, yeah. But she was born a daughter and goes by the name Agnes, so she appears to be a cis maniac. Okay, yeah, they're, okay. They're, so they're, they're obviously trying to make her like they hired the 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 male actor just to make her look off because remember she is and a product of incest and. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. they also yeah. went like through like um the idea of Pet Cemetery, you know, where they had a male play the the female character of Zelda just to. Make it look more unsettling. And I'll tell you what, if you basically like they hired a linebacker to play Agnes, she's going to be a hell of a lot scarier chasing you than, say, someone like Lacey Chabert, you know, in that dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Well, technically, Dean Fritz is a camera operator. So he was the onset camera operator when he wasn't playing Agnes. So there we have it. Apparently, he was in full drag. <laughs> Oh, God. He was in full drag with the camera on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, God. <that> was <laughs> Gotta save a buck. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to do all his own stunts because there was no female stunt woman. His height or build, so he did his own stunts. So that falling down the crawl space at the end, that was actually him. So there we have it. On to the ultra sleazy Kyle, played by... Oliver Hudson, who is uh, uh, Goldie Hawn's son from her first marriage, I believe. Huh. Well, that's news to me. Yeah, well, he was, he's on some shitty TV show that I can't bloody well stand. The hell's that thing called? With the chick from Halloween Resurrection. God, what the hell's that called? That's not important. Uh, yeah, like I say, so this townie as he calls himself, Kyle. He's about, what, about 30, would you say? Well, it, it, it's typical uh, OC syndrome, or it goes all the way back to Beverly Hills 90210, where it's just like, teenagers, actual teenagers can't act, so let's mm. just get some youngish-looking 30-somethings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I say, Kyle is dating Kelly, played by Katie Cassidy of Arrow fame. Was it Arrow she's in? Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. Arrow. Yeah, yeah. I always get all this CW stuff mixed up, but Arrow and Supergirl and Flash and all this crap, which I can't believe I'll stand. But he's also been dating the other girls in the house, all but Mel, I believe. So he's going around each and every room and sleeping with all the girls, as you do. You're watching a different movie than I am. He's only fucked like one, or he's, only, he's only banged two of them. No, because they say that he has been recording all of them um, in secret, and he has at least five videos. So, okay then. So he's been door to door and walked through. That might have been a drop line that I missed, but I, I just know that he was with one the same time he was with Katie Cassidy because she was the one on the videotape. Hmm. Okay. Unless it's that crazy UK version you got. No, it wasn't Katie Cassidy because it was uh it was like Megan 
the one that went missing like near the beginning because she was the one constantly watching her own sex tape on a loop because that makes sense yeah that was that was weird and, and you know this was uh-huh. like the early 2000s so people didn't know how to use computers so he's just staring at the laptop trying to figure out how to close the video and failing mm. for like several hours until it's eventually discovered yeah, there was like a sensible bit then? when the power goes out and then the laptop screensaver deactivates, <laughs> showing the video. I love, I love that the screensaver, uh, the laptop screensaver is a flying eyeball. You know, I love that. <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Prophetic. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun little nod to, to so, all the uh, the eyes in this movie. Putting the eye mm. in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Moving on, let's see. So what do you actually think about all these girls? To me, they were basically photocopies of each other, you know? Uh, except for Demonstrate. Michelle Trachtenberg. She is so fucking damn cher- cherubic and beautiful to me. I mean, I loved her as... I mean, like, I liked her as Dawn, but got to see her sexy side in Eurotrip. Yeah. Mm. And you mentioned Eurotrip. <laughs> There's that scene where she makes out with her brother, so it comes full circle with the whole Billy and his mom oh, thing here. God. <laughs> Mm, okay then. Okay then. How did she die in your version? Um, I think she didn't. She get uh. She got a skate to the back of the head. Right. The the ice skate to the back of the head. Okay then. Because in the British version, she gets dragged up the hallway, and then it cuts, and she's just sitting on a chair with both eyeballs poked out. So she dies off screen in the British version. So. Huh. There we have it. So what do you think of the kills? themselves I mean to me I thought they were kind of meh I mean what did you have you had Mrs. Mack taken out by a falling icicle you had one of the girls killed in the back yeah, killed in the back by Agnes or Billy who the fuck cares you had where the hell happened to the other ones let me see uh, Agnes was killed no Agnes uh, the bug-eyed killed off screen her head seen on top of the Christmas tree I forget how these people die. Oh yes, the alcoholic one, uh, what's her name, Lauren, is killed off screen by eyes or poked out, and that's about it. So, like uh, I said, they're, they're kind of eh. Well, what we do see is I, I, I love, I love uh, Michelle Trachtenberg's kill. <laughs> I love the icicle through the skull because that's another Bob Clark nod, you know, because he directed the original Black Christmas and he directed uh uh, Christmas story so it's the whole you're going to shoot your eye out and then when Ralphie mm-hmm. shoots himself he blames it on an icicle so that was cool I love the effect the The next snap when Lee is killed in the hospital is fun <laughs> Billy's death at the end is fantastic um, <laughs> and mommy's Ag- little angel <laughs> yeah you know the Agnes defibrillator I think the deaths are actually quite memorable I mean the maybe, mom gets strangled with Christmas lights that's fucking great yeah. Mm. yeah mm-hmm. the, the the cookie scene yeah I, I i personally love the deaths i love the gore and then of course you know everyone gets their eyes plucked out and i don't remember which character it was but the eyes are plucked out and then there's like just the muscle is at least like a foot long and the two eyes are connected <laughs> what was his name kyle the guy that was uh banging the girls is that who it was um i'm guessing oliver hudson was the character was the actor i guess it's Kyle, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Kyle and his fruit roll-up eye, eye, eye tendons. 
Yeah, so I personally love the I personally love the deaths. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Although in the in the British version, Billy dies um, when he gets roasted alive. Um, what's her name? Kelly and Lee set the laundry chute on fire, and then they get out this paint thinner and spray it all over the, the laundry room, and then light light it in flames, and he dies in the wall. Because huh, they they uh, alluded to that in the uh, in the version we saw where he's crawling where he's trying to crawl through the wall, they spray paint thinner and a match in the college. Yeah, basically, he dies. So, so they basically I'm, I'm looking... do the same thing twice in the British version. They're just like, let's trap him in the walls and burn him again. But let's endanger yeah. hundreds upon hundreds of injured people. While we're yeah, at I'm looking. It. I'm looking on Wikipedia right now. The European cut was actually 84 minutes, and North American was 91. So we must have gotten a, that tacked-on ending, because if that's how Billy dies in yours, that's not how he died here in America. Mm-hmm. Because Agnes gets killed, as I said, with the, the um, defrib, defrib, defib pads to the head and mm-hmm. shocked. Much like used in Scream, Scream 4, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was Scream 4. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, and... There's th- four different endings, I believe. Um, there's oh one where Billy... Gosh. One for each producer. One for each country, <laughs> apparently. Apparently, there was one for... There's one for Europe. There's one for America. There's one for HGDVD. And there was a director's cut version. And you're like, okay, then. Oh, please. Yeah. What was the HDD... What was the HDDVD version? Because nobody's yeah. going to see that one. Yeah, the one the oh, one I watched... I have the, I have the unrated... DVD and the way they killed him is Billy does not get burnt burnt alive. He is fighting with uh, Kelly, who is Katie Cassidy, on the on the like the second or third floor of the hospital, and he falls over the railing as and is impaled onto the hospital's uh, Christmas tree. The very sturdy, very very sturdy Christmas tree. Yeah, very very sturdy Christmas tree. So and the HD DVD version. Um, let me see. Billy isn't dead from the fire. He escapes and is crawling around the hospital behind the, the, the false walls. And you just see his eyes behind a firearm as it just cuts. I'm like, what? Wait, so, <laughs> so he survives that one? He survives that one, yeah. yeah. Oh, and... that would have been disappointing. Uh, don't mm, set up the and... sequel, please. <laughs> um, the... There's a... I think it's director's cut version... Kelly and what the hell was on him again? Da, 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 Lee? Lee survive, and they have a touching moment where they just stare at each other, and the camera pulls out of the the, the hospital room, and it's supposed to have Billy standing at the Christmas very top of the um, hospital, standing next to Santa Claus, but they cut that, so it just zooms all the way out, and it just sounds like a plastic Santa as the Sugar Plums Fairy plays constantly. That's another thing that pissed me about this movie. The Sugar Plum fucking fairy plays constantly. It's like, oh my god, enough with the sugar plum fucking fairy. Jesus, jinkies. Well, yeah, you have it on. Yeah, take a shot Sorry. every time that, that that plays. You're going to be plastered way before this movie is over. <laughs> oh, good god, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have it on everybody's cell phone, and it's all the MIDI cell phones. Not it's all bloody foot phones have gotten. It's like everybody has the same fucking ringtone, really. God Almighty! You know they they don't uh, know how to change it. They all got they all got their phones at the same mall. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much at the same time too. <laughs> yeah, on the same body calling plan probably. You know. 
Uh, so what did you think of the red herrings in this? Well, uh, yeah, fresh off Scream, you'd think that the killer is going to be, you know, the, the shitty boyfriend, but no, he's just a shitty boyfriend. Mm-mm. Because you had the shitty boyfriend, the towny boyfriend, who knew about Billy, but said nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> then you, you just grew up in the, the area and that's it mm-hmm. no this this the sale that he was across the, the street from the house and he saw billy from his window so there we have it hmm. then we we have the bug-eyed girl which i can't remember her bloody name she's supposed to be a sorority sister who's a legacy or a pledge or what the hell is the, the, the america's called i have no idea but shorties so or frat houses um, who's only allowed in because her mother's in it, so there we have it. Yeah, the librarian and, chick. She seems yes. kind of like a red herring because she seems a little creepy. Mm-hmm. It's always, yeah, it's always yeah. the gingers, man. <laughs> mm. It's always the soulless ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually running on a blank here. I mean, apart from the whole incest stuff, which we already talked about, where the the um, mother's, Billy's mother's, boyfriend was so drunk he passed it on his staircase and she tries to fuck him on the staircase ouch so she goes up to the attic to her now 13 year old son she just drops the the nighty and mm. nine months later we have agnes yeah can we say <laughs> I, I, you know as disgusting as it is i love how it, it it literally goes from her dropping the nighty to it fading to black to when we come back we have that font where it says nine months later and we have that camera shot on the baby i thought that was smart and funny you know it was a way to make me laugh after watching that disgusting act it was i thought it was really good uh comedic relief to to be honest yeah, just so you don't make the mistake of thinking like oh she just wanted some dick no she didn't want the dick she wanted she wanted the cream filling yeah exactly yes mommy mommy's a little twinkie although apparently on. It would have been worse. Apparently, there was supposed to be. Uh, you actually see the rocking chair rocking with the mother sitting on top of it, but they cut that, <laughs> thankfully. So, there we have it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that uh, would have been a little well, too much, I think, but. Mm, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Although, I will say. Um, the whole uh, telephone call thing was dropped too quick, I thought. There was, what, three phone calls? And then the killing started. So why, why is this called Black Christmas? Well, you see, well, that, I'm okay with that because you got to think about it. When it's a remake or a reboot or however you want to fucking look at it, you have your nods to the original, but you also got to make it your own. So yeah. they're going to have, you know, the phone calls because that's, you know, the staple that's what everyone knows about the original but then you know it's like uh, everyone shits on the uh nightmare on elm street remake because it's so like the original well make it different and <laughs> yeah they definitely made this one different they didn't want to keep you know the phone calls over and over and over again and you should be glad that they didn't because then you'd hear more sugar plum fairy music <laughs> yeah that's true and also that's the original nice. they kind of overdid the phone calls yeah, they, 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 that was like the gimmick, and you know a movie's got a problem when it relies on the gimmick rather than. It's like when you're all icing and no cake, you don't have a cake. Yeah, and eventually, it, eventually it'll rot your teeth. So too much is not always a good thing. 
Yeah. Mm. So yeah. it was it was like a little bit of the essence. Well, it's like it's a sorority girl, sorority girls getting phone calls picked off one by one. And really, what else about Black Christmas was there to copy? That's a very good point, actually. I mean, the only thing that did copy from the original was the drunk girl, Lauren, who's knocking back, oh, she's knocking back shots of stuff and then red wine, then more, more um, eggnog, I'm guessing, which was drinking all sorts of stuff. And then she was spewing up over the place, which I thought was a lovely scene and then of course we have to uh, <laughs> then they throw her in the shower and they're like okay let's take the girl who can barely stand and put mm. her in a shower where she could definitely slip on wet surfaces and crack her skull on raised ceramic corners especially yeah because the shower's got like this ledge that you walk over and i'm like yeah you can't slip and crack your skull on that no no, no. i love the fact how she's the only one that actually does a bit of nudity in this it's you know, not even she's like an up. extra with side boob. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, she wasn't. I was paying attention to this movie then. So, <laughs> although, how would that? Well, when there's when there's new movies, Mike was... makes sure to pay extra attention. So that's why we have him here. <laughs> <laughs> although, talk, talk about the toilet or the, or the shower room rather, the wet room. How did you not realize there was a spy hole in the floor? It's a wet room. The water runs everywhere. Would you see fucking water running down the the spy hole? I want using logic. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what room is under there. Yeah, yeah that's a good point actually, because it's on the second floor, is it? So, yeah, if he's spying hmm. from the crawl spacers, like it, I don't know what floor it's on. Because like even if he was like laying between like the ceiling and the floor, all that water would definitely pour into like we would be dripping into someone else's room. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, I love the fact also they have teeny little pinpricks and that's the spy holes. He must have some fucking eyesight if he can see through these teeny tiny little pinprick holes. I mean, what? <laughs> what got me is that like they did a nice fake out with a painting with mm-hmm. like two people in it, and so you think, oh, we're gonna see like the eyes on the painting blink, but no, the pa- there was no eyes cut out from the painting. I think it was like a little cut out, a little pinprick above the painting. And I was just like, huh. I see, because you see like a little light slipping in and out above the painting. And I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Interesting. There's one thing I want to talk about is how Billy escapes from the mental ward. He's in the (laughs) Clark Sanitarium mental ward. I love that one. He steals the Santa suit. (laughs) How? And shanks him with the. He he shanks. He shanks him with the candy cane. I love that one. He yeah. just stabs him. And <laughs> you see so that. much blood. Sorry, on you go. You see so much blood fall to the ground, and yet the suit is clean when he walks out. And you had but, the one idiot orderly who drops the eggnog, who opens the door to the super. Uh, uh, if I can speak, the super secure ward. I love that one. The eggnog keeps the door wide open, so the Santa guy walks in looking for the the kitty ward. Uh, really, mate? Why would the hell would... Oh, moving on. I love the fact okay. of Jesus Here's the thing. and a how does, how does he sneak out, even in the Santa suit, when he's fucking jaundiced? How does well, nobody do notice well, yellow Santa? The well, beard doesn't cover the entire face. It only covers the mouth. That must have been one bushy-ass beard, though. <laughs> everything else is covered. He's got the red suit. He's got the boots. He's probably got the white gloves. Hmm? Huh? I still think that yellow face would stand out. 
Yeah, but the thing is, though, also, if he's, if he's leaving a sanitarium, all those people are fucking crazy. Maybe they think Santa's yellow. They never know. Mm. <laughs> How's <laughs> this going on in their heads? I'll the guard is just too toasted to notice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What was it? It tastes like chicken? Because it is chicken. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just tastes like mother. That was a fucked up mm. line. It tastes like yeah. chicken. Because it's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that in the cell next to him, he had the guy who thinks he's Christ. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Maybe he did come back, but everyone... But, but you know, this was a uh, this was during the Bush administration, so everyone's just like, wait a second, peace, love, protecting the poor, accepting gay people. Hold on a second. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 I really am Jesus. I'm here to bring in an era of love and tolerance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on over. Just uh, let's just have a little interview with you in this room. Mm. Okay, okay. Although one thing I want to bring up, which isn't quite smoothed over in any versions from what I understand, Agnes, she was released several months earlier and was spending all that time in that crawl space in the house how did none of the girls hear her yeah i mean like who the fuck did they release her to because you think yeah, if someone's being released from a, a sanitarium that you know there's a little custody transfer going on well did they did they keep her until she was 18 till they removed they released her or what because the thing is <laughs> we'll she has no parent we'll just put her on the street here's 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 20 bucks kid good luck <laughs> I, th- I think they dropped the line where she was 21 and then they released her because they say like when she was a little girl she wasn't taken because she was fat and had one eye so she was in the system for longer than expected so there we have it <laughs> they, they could have of all the things they could have just put her in as a call as one of the college girls and just give her like, mm-hmm. and then we find out one of them has a glass eye as they reveal themselves to be Agnes. Yeah, that would have been yeah, a, that would have been an actual good surprise. You, oh no, you'd know you'd know right away that when you have Lacey Chabert and Michelle Trachtenberg, and then you have this big fucking male football player, you know who's the killer. <laughs> In the middle of all those pretty women, <laughs> that would be that would be that would be like the big transphobic thing. That would be like. The modern sleepaway camp. Like, this is what happens when you trust a woman who's actually a dude. Mm. Like, no, I identify as a woman. I just have like a, a hormonal thing. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I do love the fact that in the end, um, where Kelly and Lee is in the attic and the the, the bodies are on display, very Halloween like. Kelly stabs Agnes in the eye and she pulls out her glass eye. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. She pulls out with the, the fire poker thing. I'm going, what the fuck? Can you puncture a glass eye like that? You'd think you'd crack it. I just uh, think if after, all that, after all that, it'd be funny, like, when we next time we see Agnes in the hospital, she's chasing them around while wearing an eye patch? <laughs> yeah, well, no, no she's, she's got, like, a little bag full of the eyes that she's taken and she just pops one in every time she loses it. That's what she's doing with them. Oh, God. oh that's terrible. She just like she just like takes it up, rubs it on her chest, like pops it in, and. Doesn't nah, I don't want to be a green eye today. Let's let's go brown. Let's go blue. Yeah. Mm. Let's go ice. Although I love the I love the fact that um, everyone who kills they go family forever, and she just 
it kills people, you know. So it's like they say that, oh, but okay, yet when they're killing a they're killing a sorority house together, you don't see them do any family thing. You don't see him give her like a hug, saying like that's my girl. Or but for for all this talk about family, you never see them fucking do family shit. Yeah, they never I mean, bond. They he, never hug. Is he mutant in this movie? You know, because no, I don't, I don't think he speaks. I mean, I'm guessing the telephone calls were all from Agnes with her deep masculine voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my god. This movie is going to be a fucking disaster zone. I think it would have been great if like, they, they teamed up on a kill. And then Billy says, mm-hmm. great job, sis. And then she just says, thanks, dad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Although, there is a line in the hospital uh, after... Billy is killed, where Agnes goes to kill Kelly, and she goes, oh no, it's, not, it's in the house, and they, they go, uh, Billy's here, yeah, my daddy's here, and it's like, what the I, fuck, I so, heard her say brother, was it a brother, I thought it was his daddy, yeah, I don't think she don't knows, know. it doesn't seem like she knows, ah, uh, well, well, um, I suppose, I suppose, Oh, that's something. I do remember that there. There's another ending um, where Billy is in. Oh my God, he's crawling around the top of uh, the hospital, right? And he's escaped from the the morgue because of some idiot morgue technician who gets killed in a rather disgusting way. He gets his face sliced off with a bone slicer thing, a bone saw thing, and then Billy goes on a rampage. Blood splatters all over eggnog. It's quite creative kill actually. He dies inside the light fixture he's, he's crawling up, up through the the ceiling and the, the lights just fill with blood <laughs> he just dies <laughs> that would so be great like, you hear him crawling yeah. you hear him crawling through and then like as the crawling gets closer to a light you hear like a little tug on a wire and then like it flickers and flashes <laughs> and all you see is like oh you see like the board shake for a bit and then you see some steam some smoke coming out mm. <laughs> that would be so fucking great no <laughs> the killer just <laughs> dies through sheer fucking luck Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this say, but Billy must have a high pain tolerance. I mean, he get roasted alive, and then he's crawling through air ducts and crawling through uh, walls and such. I'm going, you must have some high pain tolerance for crying out loud. Wait, you, you, you didn't know Jaundice's skin was like armor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow. I've seen I've seen Homer Simpson set on fire many times. Yellow skin is very flame retardant. <laughs> it's exceptionally durable. Uh, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, let me see. You know what else can we talk about here about this thing? Uh, oh yes, the Christmas lights. How much electricity does that house go through on Christmas lights? There's lights every fucking where. They have all of the the hallways. They have all outside the the house. They have it fucking everywhere. A huge Christmas tree. Like what the fuck was electricity about my gloves? My lord. I mean, we guess it. It's Christmas. Come on. Yeah, but well, you think about it this way: these, all these sorority chicks—they're definitely, you know, from the rich side of town. Their parents can af- afford to pay to help pay the sorority's electric bill. <laughs> That's how they got in. Yeah, mm. just like listen, I'll pay the rent, That's utilities. True. There you go. And here's a little bonus for the Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah, I love I love yeah. the um, uh, Andrea Martin and the girl in the car when she hands her the scraper. And yes. yeah, this is like before the internet had this boomer versus millennial thing 
Like, this shit's been going on mm. long before the memes. Because she hands her the scraper and she's like, what's that? And then Although she comes... She, and Drea comes out of the car like fucking kids these days. Technically, she's a, a Gen X. Not a millennial. <laughs> you know? Uh, well, weren't weren't millennials born in... Uh, like, right, in 1982? No, it's 82. No, it's 88 onwards. I read on Wikipedia. The Wikipedia I read says it was, the cutoff was 82. Eh. Oh, well. Because if that's the case, then they would definitely be millennials. Because I, I think the term was that they were, like, of legal age at the turn of the millennium. Oh, well. Like, that's something that's, that's uh, an article I've read saying that if you're born after 1999, you're a millennial. So, yeah, there we have it. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the Wikipedia saying the Federal Reserve Board defines millennials as members of a generation born between 1981 and 1996, as does the American Psychological Association and Ernst and Young. Fancy. Hmm. So they were definitely millennials, and they were at odds with boomers. So it's been <laughs> it's it's been a a thing long before the internet took up, long before the internet got at it. Mm. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Then. Fair enough. So is there anything else you want to talk about then? About this movie? Um Well it was one of it was one of uh, one of the many Christmas War movies that was protested or protested by the the Christians for being un Christmas like and they were they were pissed <laughs> off that the fact that and I think it was great marketing, the fact that this movie was actually released on Christmas Day. Because first off, how many movies are already released on Christmas Day and it's <laughs> It's, I think, a great way to get some people into the theaters that are tired of seeing Christmas movies on Christmas, you know, like the stereotypical mm. ones. Uh, did so you know? I, I love that. Uh, I, one thing, Johnny, did you think that uh, that when Billy, when we get to see grown-up Billy killing his mom, when the cops bust in and we finally see his face, did you notice that he kind of looked like Swayze? <laughs> no. No. No, I didn't, didn't catch that. Uh, Eric, although, Eric, what's your line? Uh, nobody puts Billy in a corner. Nobody puts baby in oh, the attic. Yeah. For God's sake. <laughs> oh, oh, <my> God. <laughs> when I saw what he did to the mom, I was just like, it reminded me of those old uh, Nabisco commercials from the 90s, where it's like, Mrs. Lenz, you make great cookies. Yeah. I'd love to see one. You're saying he's like Swayze. Him and Mom already did some dirty dancing in the attic, though. <laughs> I've had the time of my life, and I need some fucking therapy. He didn't say it was a good time. It was just the time of his life. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, sweet mother of Jesus. Um, although I will say... Is it me that Rob Zombie up that off when Billy was killing the mother? He was going to town with her head with the rolling pin. Was that ripped off when uh, Michael kills the sister's boyfriend with the baseball bat? I mean, the, the white shit out of, of him. With the... He kills a lot of people excessively. Yeah, true. true. Well, that's a Rob yeah, Zombie I movie, do. I suppose. So. Yeah. Although I have to say, the cookies um, looked a bit burnt and a bit Roughly, I mean, you actually, excuse me, you actually had burned um, skin up like a chicken or turkey. It's chewy. <laughs> Just sitting there going, <laughs> you know, it's like, mm, 
needs needs a bit more eggnog, you know. Well, mm. you, YouTube didn't exist back then, so we couldn't find a tutorial. Yeah, he's been in the attic all day. You think he even knows how to cook? He just cuts them. He cuts them up, throws them in the oven, and then think, oh, that looks yeah. done. Yeah, all he can mm. do is like listen. Like mom puts things in the oven, they come out, they're done. That's that. He, he doesn't know any of like the uh this he doesn't know any of like the ounces per uh, hour ratio for humans flesh mm. although what did a cuckoo's taste like nicotine alcohol and regret with a hint of incest you know i mean just yeah, like, like mama used to make maybe he's not actually jaundice he's just tobacco stained <laughs> <laughs> Right then, well, since we've pretty much exhausted this movie, I wish we add some, something else to this thing. No? Uh, uh, I do like the fact that, you know, we, we get to see a child rapist dealt with as the way they should be. Viciously beaten and mutilated. Hmm. Although, how did the stepfather die? Hmm? What was that? I said how I did the stepfather die? <laughs> okay, one at a time. Um, yes. Go ahead, Jack. Okay. So how did the stepfather die? He's just killed off screen, is he not? No, the stepfather, uh, he charges at Billy, who grabs a Christmas ornament and it runs it right through his skull, making it an exceptionally durable Christmas ornament. Hmm. Kidding. It's one of those like uh, one of those like balls with like a little Kaiser helmet spike underneath. Oh, so it's a nod to the original Black Christmas thing with the unicorn statue that Smartgook could. They, they also had, by. yeah, they also had a crystal unicorn in this one, although it mm. was more realistic because as soon as they stab someone with it, the horn breaks off. Because mm. again, crystal is exceptionally brittle. That's the thing when things get hard, they become brittle. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> right then, so let's wrap this Christmas turkey up. That was Black Christmas or Black Xmas, as it was in Britain, 2006. <laughs> did they censor Christ like they did with the Ninja Turtles? Like, oh no, these are Hero Turtles, and the, and, and it's Xmas. I have no idea. I mean, basically, it's called Black Xmas in Britain, depending <laughs> on which version you think. So there, we, there we have it. Oh, that should really piss off the Christian groups. <laughs> Yeah, true, true. So, much like an Easter egg in December, it's the Easter look at Pretty Hollow is ultimately... So what did you say, Eric? Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I have I have a lot of fun with it. You know, I'm not looking to... It's, it's a slasher movie at Christmas time. I'm not looking for, you know, logic. Um, I love the excessive gore. I love... I love... Billy being yellow bastard because I think it looks cool. Um, Agnes scares the hell out of me. I really don't give a shit about any of the sorority girls. They're just pretty to look at. But it's just a mindless popcorn movie that is a lot of fun. I'm never bored like I am with the original. So, yeah, I I, I had a lot of fun with this one. I watch okay, it. Man. I try to watch it every Christmas. <laughs> okay. Because that's what you said, Mike. Uh... I, I kind of liked it for the same reasons Eric did. Like it was like shocky, gory, uh, not exceptionally dull, and 90 minutes was a decent runtime. 
So they kind of got everything done. They, none of the scenes ever felt like too long or fillery. So I, I can't say that I would watch it every Christmas because, you know, I, I guess I'd rather watch Rudolph and Frosty. But <laughs> I'm kind of glad I watched this. And uh, it wasn't absolutely terrible. I kind of liked it better than the original. And uh, Although since we're, hmm? since we're bringing up Christmas, since we're bringing up Christmas movies here, what is your favourite Christmas movie to watch during December, see? Hmm? Uh, like non-horror Christmases? Hmm. No, any, anyone, any Christmas movie at all. Anything set it during the um, holidays. Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins is good. I also like uh, the uh, the 1951 Alistair Sim Christmas Carol. It was just a nice version of it uh the muppet christmas carol was good uh mm-hmm. rudolph frosty like just the the rank and bass fair uh charlie brown christmas even though it does get a little preachy with linus did i see it die hard the ultimate christmas <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna piss off a lot of people it's no christmas action movie no it's an action movie set at christmas so fuck off it's a christmas movie you bunch of bastards there's a light in there i have a machine gun ho 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 so that's a fucking Christmas. Yes. That's a, wait, doesn't John doesn't John McClane cut himself on crushed ornaments? No, no that's from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he still has the machine Home gun. Alone. Home Alone is still is a fun one that I like to watch a it lot is. too. But but yeah, Gremlins. Oh, uh, Home did Alone. either of you see uh-huh. Better Watch Out? Yes, it's terrible. They did a fantastic <laughs> nod to Home Alone in that one. Yeah, I, don't think yeah. I've seen that. I covered it last year on my own podcast, and I didn't like it. I don't like sociopathic kids. It's like no, no. You're supposed to be this little snot-nosed twelve-year-old can take down full-on dogs and like football. Well, it was like, uh, what, what, like teenagers. how would home, it was like how would Home Alone realistically happen? And mm. they, I fucking loved it. He. They did that guy did a great job as a psychopath because he seems like he's exceptional when he gets to demonstrate his intelligence and planning and that he's correctly predicted something. He looks like so chuffed with himself, but as soon as things mm. don't go under his control, that's when like the kid comes out and he starts throwing like fucking tantrums. Yeah, I mean, he has a bloody baby monitor under his bed for fuck's sake how threatening is that for crying out loud it's like oh well it's, it's great for spying it's like uh, no, it's like well. publicly accessible rudimentary spying devices and the fact mm. like the home alone references where they have conversations about what the paint cans would actually do and then later on in the movie he puts it to the test to find out what would a paint can actually do oh, and, yeah, the, and the, uh, the obvious happens I, I reviewed it for uh, the first episode, for one of the first episodes of the Chris Massacre for the Graveyard Shift, and it was it it was suggested by our guest, and we all had a fantastic time watching it. Okay. okay. Adding it to my Netflix queue as we speak. <laughs> also, one of my personal favorite Christmas movies, Scrooged. I watch that every single December, and always cheers me up especially the ending with the sing, sing, uh, sing song ending always and just the me world up. will be a better place than the world mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 
for you and me. And me. Wait and see. Put a little <laughs> love in your heart. Yes, I'll uh. green and Anne Renaux. Um, yeah, that, that other, is a fun one. My other Christmas ones, let me see if top of my head, Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> was that Christmas? Oh, yeah, it was that during, it's December, still counts. <laughs> let me see now. Uh, Christmas Horror Story is quite fun. Some of them are Oh, horrible. Santa was fucking epic. Yeah, Santa mm. versus, versus Krampus was great. That was mm. just a fucking epic showdown. And it was the voice of Beast from the 90s X-Men cartoon. God mm-hmm. damn. Loved him in Maniac Mansion as, like, the world's biggest child. I remember that that show. I was a mm. huge Maniac Mansion fan of the uh, game-wise. And that was... I don't remember if I... How, I think it was, like, two seasons or whatever. But I remember the big, the big man baby and then, like, the uncle that was, like, half fly. fly. Yeah. Ew, kidding. Right then, um, shall we wrap this thing up then? Sure. <clears throat> okay then. So let me explain the scoring. It is in alcohol since Eric and myself are a bit of drinkers. One beer is one star. Six pack of beer is two stars. 18 pack is a three star. A keg of beer is a four star. And a bottle of scotch is a five stars, i.e. the more alcohol you need to enjoy this movie, the higher the score. I'm going to give this thing a four star, because that incest scene alone is two fucking stars right off the bat. So <laughs> it's getting a four star for me. So what do you want to give it, Eric? Oh, I'm giving, I'm giving it three. Um, I have a, like I said, I have a lot of fun with this. Love the gold. Love how dirty you feel afterwards. You definitely want to shower. Um, love the look of Billy. Agnes scares me the hell, the hell out. But um, the sorority girls, there's nothing special about any of them other than just looking pretty. Um, I don't like the the boyfriend si- subplot, so I'm gonna give it three. Okay, okay. So what would you give it, Mike? I'm having trouble doing in the math on your little thing, so I'm just gonna give it three gouged eyes out of five. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> then. Okay, then. So you can follow us on instagram at schlocky underscore pod uh follow us on twitter at schlocky horror you can follow me on twitter at here's johnny's pod and you can follow eric on uh you can follow me my youtube channel is uh hey internet eric here uh follow me there uh is the easiest way to get hold of me uh twobeardedlosers.com is the easiest way to find my, me on my other podcast and in the that will take you to the YouTube channel, and in the about section that will also tell you anywhere you can find follow us on social media, either to listen to us or Twitter or Facebook. So those would be the only two things. Okay, and you can follow Mike on the Graveyard Shift Horror Podcast. It's uh you may find other uh, shows called the Graveyard Shift. They all stole it from me. So I'm the one with the tombstone and the two skulls on it for the artwork. You can also check out our homepage, strangebiscuits.com slash graveyard shift. You can uh, find our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the graveyard shift pod. Same as our Instagram. You can tweet us at GS underscore horror pod. 
and uh, just give us suggestions for movies. Or if you want to be a guest on the show and discuss horror movies, then, uh, you know, reach reach out to me there. Uh, just uh, subscribe to us. Give us ratings and reviews. Let people find out about us. And, uh, yeah, you can hear us talk about horror movies all the time. Even Johnny did uh, My Bloody Valentine. I guess we got to work on uh, you having you around for the Bloody Valentine 3D one. Uh, God, no, my bloody wasted time 3D. No, the humanity. Anyway, <laughs> this, this is it for us. Uh, we're having Elfo break for the holidays. So come back next year and happy hot sleighs and a happy new fear. And remember, don't play with that. Don't put your eye out with it. Bye. Happy horror days. Bye-bye.